and welcome to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Today's episode of Authors Excerpt Sunday. Now, today's episode is special. I have a special guest today. Her name is Pastor Pearl Mitchell from Uniontown, Pennsylvania. She and I go way back, so, and she's also an author, okay? So, I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment of Authors Excerpt Sunday with special guest, Pastor Pearl Mitchell. Blessed. Okay, I'm recording this program. <laughs> <You're> okay. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Be ready. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How are everyone doing today? And welcome to Authors Excerpt Sunday. Today, my special guest is Pastor Pearl Mitchell of New Beginnings Full Gospel Church. And she is a three-time author she has uh, done a collaboration with one of her books is a collaboration with a group of her friends and she has two solo books on her own which are entitled the best and worst and my life or his and they have been kind of inspirational to me when i read when i have i've I've read both of these books and they're very 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 opening, very, very eye-opening, very, um, how can I say this? We never know what people go through until we read their stories. We can't judge a book by its cover, and we should never do that. Amen. Hello, 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 how are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? Okay, um, let's see, um, let's see. Um, let me let me do your bio. Is that okay if I do your bio first and then we get into our conversation? That's fine. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, okay, let's see. Um, okay, we have we have Pastor Pearl Mitchell. Pastor Pearl Mitchell is an associate pastor at New Beginning Full Gospel Church in Uniontown, Pennsylvania, under the leadership of Bishop Leonard Tucker Sr. She answered the call of God on her life in 2002. Pastor Pearl is licensed under her local home church, New Beginnings Full Gospel Church, and under Powerhouse of Deliverance Fellowship of Covenant Churches Incorporated, West Virginia. She is the wife of Prophet Dave Mitchell. Together, they are the proud parents of seven children and nine grandchildren 
and one on the way, child. She received her associate's degree in business administration from Bradford Business School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and her certification in business administration from CMU in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She is certified in Green Dot Training in Violence College Curriculum as a facilitator. Pastor Mitchell is currently employed at California University of Pennsylvania, where she serves as the assist, assistant to the chair of the Childhood Education Department, AFSCME Union Steward, Search Community in Interviewer, and much more. She is the Doctor of Women Ministries at New Beginnings Church and also the facilitator of a woman, women Bible study and campus lighthouse ministry at California University of PA. She received the award for Women of the Year at California University in 2014-2015. She has served as the President's Commission for the status of women at California University as a board member for two consecutive terms. In 2015, on the direction of God, she penned and published her first book, The Best and Worst, written from her own personal experience of God in her life. In 2019, she will release her new book entitled My Life or His, written from, from the years of being a domestic violence victim. You can find her Pearl's Wisdom on, on her Facebook page, where she posts inspirational sayings she receives from God. Her strength is her passion for God. One of her favorite scriptures is Luke 2.49, New King James Version. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? This is, this is the life of Pastor Pearl Mitchell. Hello, Pastor. How are you doing today? I am well, beautiful woman of God. I only see your picture. I want to see your beautiful face. Okay, let me see. All right. There Hello. you go. Because <laughs> you are one beautiful sister with a beautiful smile. And so while I'm talking to you, I want to really look at you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So how are you doing today, darling? I am blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So how did your Sunday go today? Absolutely awesome. You know, wherever God's in it, you can't go wrong. Amen. Even on a bad day, God is still a good God. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cloudy this morning, but I said, we heal. You know, it's, Amen. it's be grateful. We heal. We heal with um all our activity of our limbs and we are in our right minds and we have breath in our bodies and we should be thankful for the day that he has given us amen you know and um so i want to do a little questions are, are, are we ready for the question portion of our I am segment ready. i am so much ready uh, okay <laughs> all right it says I have, uh, the first question I want to ask you is, how did you how did you overcome the adversity um, to follow your call from God? Um, 
I come from a very, very strong background mm -hmm. when it comes to God. Mm -hmm. My mother was a very, very strong woman of God. Yes. And I always said from her womb to now, I've always been in the house of God. But I always tell people, you know what? You can be in the house of God, but you don't have to be saved. Yeah. A lot of people are, aren't are in the house of God and they're not saved, but they go to church all the time. So um, I've always had a strong background and a strong foundation in God. And when you have a strong foundation and a background in God, I don't care which way you go, you, you, you can't go but so far without God reminding you who you are and who he called you to be. Amen. And so in dealing with my, probably my most hideous time in my life was when I was out of the will of God and away from this area, yes. even being out of his will, God was still in me. He was still dwelling there. And I thank God every second that he did not leave me when I stepped out of his will to do my will. Yes. And so in doing so, I was still going to church mm -hmm. i was still in bible study yes. but still just living the kind of lifestyle i wanted to live you know uh, i i want i don't want to say i was a, doing anything and everything mm -hmm. but i was um in, in my life was in in uh, twined with a guy that i had uh hooked up with and we became a couple at that time yes. and so in going through the situation with him God was still strong in me. And you know what? I tell you something. Those praying mothers, those prayers of those mothers, I know, right? are so powerful mm -hmm. that it will begin. It'll it'll jerk you out of the hands of the enemy. Yes, if you got, if you know, uh, uh, that's why I love about our our. I want to say our more mature seasoned women of God. I don't want to call them senior or older because they're, they're seasoned. They have gone through something. But those seasoned women of God really know how to get a prayer through to yes, get yes. you out of the hands of the enemy. Yes, and yes. so um, I took a lot of times uh, when things are thrown at you, you, you take it as something that's going to tear you down. But yes, when yes. the things came at me in this situation, I didn't let it completely demolish me i start utilizing that as the building block blocks in my life when he says i'm nothing god says i'm treasure mm -hmm. when he says i'm ugly god says i'm beautiful when he says i'm worthless god said i was worth i was worthy so when i'm looking at that kind of stuff and i'm and i'm dealing with it and i'm dwelling with it, every negative thing he spoke in my life yes. became a building block to get me out of there oh, okay amen Amen. I want to say hello, Miss Lorraine. How are you doing today? I know she's probably busy. So, hi, Miss Lorraine. Hey. How you doing? How are you? Oh, shoot. I'm How fine. are you? I'm fine. All right. We're going to continue. I just want to uh, welcome you into our uh, Authors Excerpt Sunday with our author for today, Pastor Pearl Mitchell. And thank you for coming. Yes. Amen. Okay. Um, it says, what do you think is the most important thing to know as a minister? As for me, is to be sure of your calling. Because, mm -hmm. you know, um, a lot of times people will speak things in your life and they'll say things and they say you were um, 
God spoke and said this, or God spoke and said that, but you've got to know within yourself what God is speaking and what God, direction God is taking you and what he has called you to do, because mm -hmm. you're the one who's going to be held responsible for what God yeah. has called you to do. And if you have a sure enough calling in your life, because whatever God has put together, he can sustain. So if he has called that to be on your life, if he has called that calling to be on your life, he can sustain you no matter what happens or which way it goes who is for you and who is against you mm -hmm. the storms may rise it doesn't matter he he is the one who's going to keep you stable yes in yes. him and all and and i always remind people you know ministry is not always a smiley smiley thing you have some you have some rough territories to go on through you got some rough things to deal with in life but that's where you begin to get stronger Mm -hmm. If you're called, you become stronger. Yes, if you're yes. called, you are stable. If you're called, you are unshakable. Yes, it doesn't yes. matter if you got to go by yourself or you got a mm -hmm. team of people to go with you. You I can stand, it. stand, stand and know God, you call me. And one of my scriptures I, I like to say is Philippians 1 and 6. It says, being confident of this, yes, that yes. he who began a good work in you, Mm -hmm. will carry it on to the completion until the day of, of Christ Jesus. Yes, so amen. you have got to understand the one who calls you is able to keep you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, and it says, what work do you do? What kind of work do you do in, in the community? Well, my community work is basically dealing with women. Mm -hmm. um, I always want to say that my passion and my motive that I use is empowering women to be powerful in God. Because I believe that every woman need to understand this value. There's a purpose in you and God definitely has a plan for you. And so I deal with, I have a, a, my own uh, Bible study, which I had on campus. And even though we have been working remotely from home ever since March, I still have Bible study. Mm -hmm. I do it Zoom, I do WhatsApp, I do face-to-face, -face. I do the individual Bible study, I do the group Bible study, mm -hmm. I have one called Campus Lighthouse, I do that Bible study, mm -hmm. I am, uh, I am uh, the facilitator of the women's ministry at my church, mm -hmm. I do domestic violence counseling mm -hmm. and encouraging, so my uh, community service is reaching out to women who have been tore down, battered, broken to love them into something beautiful beyond where they're at. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That is like, I, I, um, it, that, that uh, kind of coincides with what I like to do uh, with the homeless women here in Uniontown, where I gather up. You know, we like, it's, you see things different when you have not been in those situations. That's right. But when you're in that situation now, the, the, the shoe is on the other foot, as they say, as my grandma would say. Uh -huh. You're on the other foot, and now you see, now your eyes are open. And, yes, you know, yes. And that's like the experiences of our life have made us see other things different. Yes. That, has, that has made us open our eyes. Okay, no, you know, you being in the home is different when you've never been there before, and it's a difference when you have been in, in a homeless shelter before. And it, yes. it, it kind of like broadens your concept or your mind thought, your, 
you know, and then, you know, God gives you, uses all these experiences we've been through to help someone else, to lift someone else up that may be in that situation or going through that situation, you know, and, and sometimes that's how, that's, that's how God picks, picks certain pieces of our past. He picks all the good and the bad. Yes. And he, and he uses them for the good of the future. That's correct. Yes. That is so true. So true. And it's, and it's, it's, it's a thing of, you know, it, it, it some of our things in our past have expri- inspired us. So what inspired you to become an author? Well, um, I never thought that I would even write or publish anything because that wasn't, I didn't foresee that in my plan or the journey that I was taking in, uh, and um, I had a laugh because when I went through my first situation, the best and, and the worst, I don't know if if you ever thought about this, but I was sitting there one day and I'm like, you know what, God, when I leave this world, I want to make a powerful noise telling everybody how much I love you on my way out. Amen. Just like I do while I'm living, let me do the same thing on my way out. And so I used to say this all the time, what would I really do? if I knew it was my last day here on earth, would I be fearful? Mm -hmm. Would I just be rejoicing? Would I run around trying to take care of everything before I left? God, what would I do? So I was um, diagnosed with some severe allergies and I have, wow, unbelievable allergies, Mm -hmm. especially those food allergies are the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, And it started on a Monday. Yes. Now, I'm the type of person who really likes to have their hair and stuff put together when I go to work. Uh And I was sitting there at my desk, and two of my uh, faculty members came in. They were sitting there looking, and they kept saying, I didn't look good. And Mm -hmm. I kept saying to them, yes, I do. I saw what I looked like in the mirror. And they were saying, no, Mm -hmm. we're not talking about you don't look like you feel well. And I said, yes, I do. I said, I'm fine. But in the meantime, they begin to see how these allergies were working Mm -hmm. on me and working in my system. Yes, ma'am. So that's how it started with me writing my my first book. It was the best and it was the worst. I had no idea how sick I was, Mm -hmm. but it was the best time that I had in God because he, he, I realized just how much I loved him and how much he loved me because, you know, sometimes you'll say something until you get tested on that very thing. And once you get tested on that very thing, a lot of people say, I do this, I do that, or I'll do that, I'll do that. And then when they get really tested on that, that's, that, that's, that's the test coming through saying what you said you was going to do, are you really going to do it? And so when I started getting sick, Mm-hmm. I was like, people kept telling me, you're sick, you're sick. But mm-hmm. God wouldn't let me see my outside yeah. appearance yes. because yes. he knew that it would f- would cause fear in me. Oh, he wanted oh, me oh. to just trust him and to walk through. Even my husband said it. He said, I didn't say anything. He said, you looked like you wasn't feeling too good. It wasn't doing it good. He mm-hmm. said, because you didn't sound the alarm to yeah. say, take me to the emergency room. He said, I just left you alone because I figured it was God and you and God and your time and God was showing you some things. Yeah, well, it's yeah. funny how, and um, the best and the worst. Yes. 
I was going through some things and people were texting me and saying, I trust your relationship in God. Could you pray for me? And I was saying, God, somebody need to pray for me. The way people say, keep saying, oh, here. my no daughter, way. she said, um, I trust your relationship in God. I need you to pray about a situation. And I remember coming home one day and I was extremely tired. And yes. God said, look at your phone, answer them. Yes. And so I started answering these people left and right, right and left. But there was a woman who challenged me. And I know that it was the devil that caused her to challenge me. Mm -hmm. Because I was sitting there in my break room at my job. And um, she looked at me. Yes. And she said, how do you feel about God? And I said, I love him. She said, but God let your mom die. And I said, it was her time to leave this world. And she said to me, you don't look good. And that's when I realized, oh, you're not talking to her. It's the enemy talking to you. And so she, she continued with this conversation. And I told her in her face, let me say something to you. I may not look good. Mm -hmm. I may not feel good right now. Yes. But I tell you, today is not my day to die. It is not my day to die. Mm -hmm. And so it's, 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 it interests me because during the best and the worst, I met somebody. Yes. She was the nurse who took the test. Now, I didn't meet her until that Friday, but there was a reason why God had me and her meet at that specific time because yes. she had got diagnosed with breast cancer later after I met her. Oh, and wow. thank God she got healed and delivered from it. Amen. I walked into her and she looked at me and she said, can I ask you a question? And mm -hmm. I'm like, sure. She doesn't know me. Only thing she knows is a patient. Yes. She ain't been in my church. She hasn't heard me speak. Yes. But when I walked into that area for her to take these tests to see about allergy, because yes. that's what they kept saying, I, you, you have an allergy problem. I sat mm -hmm. there in a chair and I began to look out the window. Mm -hmm. And I just began to think about God and function. Mm -hmm. My mind was so hooked up to God and just flowing with God. Mm -hmm. I didn't care what happened. Amen. And she said, do you believe in healing? Yes. And I'm like, sure I do. And so then I introduced myself to her. Not just your patient, but you're talking to a woman of God, a person who loves God. Oh my God, I said, I, I said, God is my everything. Amen. I said, yes, I do believe in healing. Yes. And so she starts asking me questions about healing, why she is giving me the test. Okay. Wow. In the meantime, she has people coming in and they getting getting shots, and they said, "Excuse me, can you pray for me?" And I'm oh, like, "God, what what is you know how you just like sitting here like is this real? Is this a movie? What's going on?" <laughs> so at the end of it, I looked at her and she said, "It's amazing how you still sitting here in this seat." And I'm like, "Why?" She mm -hmm. said, "You her body is so." have so much allergies and she said you should be in a, you should be in a hospital wow. she said in fact i should send you to the hospital and i looked at her and i said you know what god sustained me this far send me home because whatever i got on the inside of me he can take mm -hmm. it out i am sure about that and so she made me promise her to take the medicine mm -hmm. and also if the hives start getting in in my face mm -hmm that they're not, it's not going away. I need to go to the emergency room. I came home, yes. laid on my couch, praise God all the way down the highway. That's, mm -hmm. I, that was like a 20, 25 minute ride. Got mm -hmm. in my house, shouted a little bit more, laid myself down on the couch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, to God be the glory because I'm going to beat this thing. Amen. The same nurse mm -hmm. who was there giving me my test had contacted me a couple of years ago and said, mm -hmm. I have breast cancer. 
And I said, the same God that was in that room when I was talking to you about healing mm-hmm. is the same God that you need now. Because he yeah, is. All right. Because he's And he is. Mm-hmm. And she had, uh, when her last test she took, there was no cancer. Praise God. Praise but it's funny Praise how God will hook you up for somebody then to encourage them at a later time in life. That's why I wrote my book because I wanted them to understand that no matter what we go through, God is God and he's a healer. He will walk with us through our journey. That's why I penned the first book because it was the best time I ever had in God until I get to heaven because I plan on being up here one day. And it was the worst time in my life because Everybody told me I was sick. I just could I just wouldn't take it and believe it for myself. Right. Okay. Amen. Now my second book yes. is is my story about domestic violence. Yes, ma'am. And um I remember uh, my daughter who's an attorney. She had to probably be about eight at this time. Mm-hmm. And you know how they do the little things at school, like what you want to do when you grow up. Mm-hmm. She said to me one day, she says, Mommy, I want to be an attorney because I want to help women like you. She's wow. an attorney today. Mm-hmm. And so she said, I said, help me like what? She said, you know, like when you were fighting with my dad and he used to fight you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, okay. And I had a very hard time yeah. of saying I was in an abusive situation. Mm-hmm. You know, domestic violence rec- uh, recognition month is coming up in October. Yeah. Yeah. It was the hardest thing for me to look in that mirror and say, "Girl, you have been in a you have been in an abusive situation." Yeah. Well, it was a rough way coming out, and my book ex- talks about the hardship of me coming out. Yes. Of yes. that, mm-hmm. and when I got out of it, I thought I was good. Because mm-hmm. I was the type who came out and kept running yeah. because I figured, you know, I'm going to get this life back together again. I'm going to get strong again. I'm going to live mm-hmm. for my children. I'm going to live for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, w- I work at the, at the California University. And every time the faculty don't know what to do when children, when our students come in with problems, they always bring mm-hmm. them to me. Like, yeah. let's take them to Mama Pearl. She should know <laughs> what to do. And that's okay because I have a I always I have a lot of children past the ones that you just said I got. Yeah. I was sitting at my desk. Yeah, And the uh, young lady came in and I could see the scratches on her neck and she sat down. Mm-hmm. And God has a way to let you know, you know what? You need to be you need to be healed. Because a lot of times us pastors, our preachers, us ministers, our laymen, whatever God called us to do, yeah, we yeah. the type that Keep it going. You know how we are. Yeah. We we women. We yeah, got yeah. we when we sick, and our children need oh, something. Wow. We getting up, taking care of our children, taking yeah, care yeah. of our husband. We yeah. never seem like we got sick time for ourselves. Right, right. Yeah. And so um, I was sitting at my desk, and the young lady comes in, and she began to share her story. But God is so awesome. When I saw her, I saw me. When I heard her, I heard me. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, it's almost looking in the mirror guard, like what's going on here? So mm-hmm. I said, there is a office who helps you. I'm going to make sure you get there safely. So I'm going to walk with you. So I got up and I walked across the street to, to where she needed to be. Mm-hmm. And the lady looked at me. She said, are you okay? I said, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. She said, you mm-hmm. want to stay here? I said, no, no, no. I got to get back to work. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got into that door, 
I had a major breakdown. I fell up against the wall. Tears was coming down my face. Wow. I was like, oh God, oh God, no, no. I made my way to one of my sisters in the Lord, and she's actually um, my assistant, and she sits on the left side of me. Mm-hmm. She said, what's wrong? I said, and I tried to express her to her. She said, come in and just say what's on your heart. Say what, say whatever comes out of your spirit, just say it. And I would begin to pour all that toxic all that hurt, all that pain, mm-hmm. all that crush, everything yeah. that was done to me, every yeah. choke out, the guns on my head, mm-hmm. I just begin to just let it yeah. all out. Yes. Wow. That was the first step to me being healed and set free from mm-hmm. that part of my life. And then God mm-hmm. said, now pin it. He said, because you're not the only woman who needs to hear your story. Amen. Mm-hmm. And my writing my story made me revisit myself. Mm. That's when I began to say, you was in an abusive situation. Mm. Yes, you was. Mm-hmm. It's called domestic violence. Yes, mm. it is. But God uh, delivered me and he set me free. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Um, I wanted to, is it possible that you could read an excerpt out of both of your books? I sure can. I sure can. I'm going to start with the best. And the worst, because that was the first one that I did. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I'm going to start with um, this page here, kind of like in the middle. It says, I am sure that some who will read my book will not believe the miracle of God in my life. But it happened, and I know it. You will question my reasons for not seeking medical help. One thing is this. I did not think I was that sick. And second, I did not see myself as others did. Mm -hmm. I was focused on God and doing kingdom work to even give myself a second thought. Unless God calls you to a test of this kind, you will not understand. Mm -hmm. Some of us are called to suffer for the sake of our ministry. To whom much is given, much is required. We must go through the fire that will wipe out anything that may stand in our way of performing the assignments that God has placed in our life. Mm -hmm. It is not an easy place to be. We must let go of the flesh and remember that if God allows us to get there, he's able to bring us out. Mm -hmm. I was chosen to go through why I do not know. I have a relationship with God that goes beyond my understanding of the things that God has allowed to come upon me. Mm-hmm. Only so I can come through. I can only say that it is character building, strength to stand, and desire to serve him until the end. God taught me how to run this race and placed in my spirit to run it until the end. So as they told Forrest Gump, keep running, I hear God telling me, keep running. The mm-hmm. sickness and the way I am handling it is not normal, but God removes me out of, out of the way so that he can show up. Mm-hmm. I just I will to his. He is my beginning and my end. He mm-hmm. has a plan for me that I am walking in. And believe me, I stand in awe of what is required of me. I am still standing. This has never been about me. It has always been about God. Mm-hmm. And the level in him that he has taken me to. Was it easy? No. But it is worth it. For God I live and for God I will die. Bless his holy name. Amen. The second part I will read is out of uh, my life or his, and that has two folds 
to it. Mm -hmm. Because I saved my life for him. I had to take my life back yeah. from him. Mm -hmm. And now, I, in turn, I had to make the decision. Is it going to be still your life? Or is it going to be God's life? Right. And I chose God's life over my life. Amen. Amen. It says, I heard every word she said. This is my life. I only have one. It was time to stop running, stop crying, and stop being fearful. I had to stand up and fight for my life. My children deserve to have their mother in their life. I was not going to allow him to rob me from attending graduations, weddings, or seeing my grandchildren. He was, he was not giving up, and I was not giving in. If it was a fight he wanted, he was going to get one. This time, I was no longer alone. I had some fighters in my corner. Eventually, after years of fighting back, I won. And I got my peace, my life, my joy back. I was able to live again. It felt good. I traveled down a road that brought pain, shame, tears, fear, negativity, and sadness into my life for such a long time. When my life turned around, the first thing I did was look in the mirror. It was as if the mirror spoke to me and said, what do you see? I stood there weeping. Then I said to myself, I see a beautiful woman. And I took all that I had been through, neatly packed it up, tied a ribbon around it, and placed it deep within my soul, never to be visited again. Amen. 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 All right.
uh, we have a plethora of women, you know, we have, I, I have a plethora of women that always deposit knowledge into me. Amen. And I realize I need the knowledge. I need that knowledge to move on to, uh, you know, to, to be a better person, to be a better me. So I want to thank you. And I want to thank Miss Lorraine for uh, the knowledge that y'all have given me. And, um, you know, and I just want to thank you for allowing me this privilege and this honor to interview you and have you on my on my segment of Authors in Excerpt Sunday. <laughs> well, you know, I want to thank you, beautiful woman of God, and especially to my other beautiful sister, um, Sister uh, Whitfield there. Um, I thank and praise God for both of you ladies. Um, you, are, you have such a beautiful spirit, beautiful spirit, which makes you even more prettier on the outside because your spirit is beautiful. Um, don't think that I was just the only one pouring into you. You are pouring into me also. So when we engage or interact, wherever I saw, see you at, you pour into me too. Not just me pouring into you, you pour into me too. And I receive what you pour into me because I know that your heart is right. It, it's not um, fake or phony about it. It's you. You're real. And I thank and I praise God for you. Thank you for this opportunity to sit here on your platform. I am honored. I am truly honored. And I give God all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise because it belongs to him. You know, I thank God that you thought about me, that, that, you, that you allowed me to come into the kingdom work that he is building through you. So I thank and praise God that you allow me to put just a little nugget there as you're going and growing and, and, and just spreading because what you're doing is mighty in God and it's an awesome move in God because this is the time, this is the season where we need to wake up. We need to take each other by the hand. We need to help each other out. So, that is so true. Amen. Amen. Okay. So like you said, if you experience something and it can help a sister, why not share it with her? Why not? Why not share it with her? But again, you can find me. I have my own website, Pastor Pearl Mitchell. It's just called PearlMitchellDark.com. And then you, that's where you can find my full bio as well as my books. And my special email address is Pearl. 6292 at gmail.com. I answer all emails. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So um I just want to thank you. Thank you, ladies, for coming and spending time. And Miss Lorraine, when is when is our time to do your your author's extra Sunday? <laughs> In October somewhere. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later, though. Yeah. yeah well, um, Pearl, I'll be, um, I'll be, I may be contacting you because I'm like, God is doing some things in my life and changing some things in some of my platforms as well. So, um, as much some things that I heard, it's much needed, and uh, and some things I listen to you both. It's like we all, we all kind of have the same gender service maybe not the same women but we might have the same service but we all did been through different walks of life to take us to Amen. where god has called us Amen. to be at it's good to see you again today um and god has called us to be at and um uh yes and um 
And so God's been really dealing with me really, really hard mm-hmm. in some areas in my life this last month. And so I've just been resetting and trying to pull stuff together because I need to um, do it like he need me to do it. I mean, Amen. more so, more so. You know, I'm not, I'm just very transparent. So I just tell you more so, but yeah, so I have to um, do that, but I'll make sure I look up your book. Um, Amen. And, uh, Amen. Look up your book. Because there's another girl that I, um, I kind of um, follow after two that she's got a domestic violence uh, group or something, you know, uh, in Virginia. And, uh, Amen. In Virginia and her, her, um, her story is deep as well, you know, mm-hmm. as well as my, you know, as well as my daughter, but as well, you know, in my son writes books. I mean, he does a lot of my stuff, right? I was getting ready to go. I was going to shut off. When my son does it, I'm going to go real fast. But the thing about it is when the last book, one particular lady that went through this thing, mm-hmm. she, um, but in the, in the, in the, in the TV, in the, in the TV, uh, interview mm-hmm. as he helped write her that book they wrote it helped write the book with her mm-hmm. I said as a mother I didn't ever it's kind of like like he said I see I seen the way she was but I never I knew how bad she was for him to go through that domestic violence oh okay. yeah yeah no we want to yeah. look at us all the time but it's a man that be going through how he went through that thing and how mm-hmm. last year he fought for the custody of his son because his son was going through the same violence that he went through, but as a child. And that's mm-hmm. something like a, like a serious yeah. curse. Amen. Yeah, yeah um, that's one thing uh, we need to be mindful of. Um, I know that it's the majority that's women that deals with domestic violence, but there are some men out there that have gone through domestic violence also. Mm-hmm. And we can't count them out because there are some ruthless women out there. And mm-hmm. I would say if you taught your son not to touch a woman, not to hit a woman, they're gonna do just that. They're mm-hmm. not going they're not gonna hit them back or punch them back or let them do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But there are some well, she did. He, did. he let her do he just got away. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. let her do just that, and he got away. See, he, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't touch it. Sometimes I felt like I wanted to, but I had to run out the room. You know, I, I know how that feels, my sister. Trust me. Um, I always say, God let the Jesus rise up in me and the mother <laughs> down because yeah. the mother instinct is to fight back when somebody is hurting your child. Mm-hmm. Not it, you know, I got you. We always have Jesus. We always have his presence in us. But yes. that's that mother instinct. God, you know, that's my child. Yes. You're hurting my child here. Mm-hmm. For, and I always say, you know, you want to fight somebody, fight a woman. <laughs> and I know exactly. that, ain't right. that ain't right either. But I know, yeah, but I'm just saying, right, exactly. That's what he did. He said, I was sitting that therapist time and she would just be taking her side, knowing how ruthless she was. Mm-hmm. And I had to I had to just run out of there. And you know, and just because she was a woman, you wanted to defend her, but you seen the truth in your face of how yeah. abusive she was to me right in front of you. Yeah. You know, he would call me on the phone immediately, immediately run out, he'd call me on the phone. And my yeah. son is 44, mind you. So, and, um, yeah. and, and probably been over eight years ago when he left that marriage, but this last year, when he had to sit in the counseling with the son and her. Yeah. He had to move up out of there. He got to get so he'd call me on the phone, mm-hmm. talk him through. 
Yeah. You know, because he's not going to touch her. Yeah. Now he wasn't going to bother her. She mm-hmm. called him all kinds of names. He didn't call him back. I, I, I know Amen. him. He's a, he's a gentle, he's a very gentle man. Amen. 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 And, and, you know, and unfortunately our children get hurt the worst. Um, I look at my children today and when I wrote the book, they said, I knew it, mom. You didn't hide it as well as you thought you hide it. Um, I heard the arguments. I I saw what he Mm -hmm. did to you. And, you know, then my thing is I thank and praise God that I had the common sense to leave when I did. But I I often laugh because at the end of my my book, it talks about when I came back to my house to gather up my things to move, Mm -hmm. I thought everything was okay and everything was in place. Yes. Well, when I went in there, he cut up everything that I had. He destroyed everything I had, except what I had on my back. And I remember going to to the police station and they said, I need it all for evidence. So I, I said, I gathered it all up and the gentleman laughed. He, I brought the first bag in with me and he said, okay, we'll put this in the evidence room. I said, no, I said, I have a lot. He said, uh, you have a lot of, I said, yeah. I said, I have two car loads. He said, well, my goodness. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he made me chuckle. He said, I'm going to make you chuckle. He said, girl, he said, no, what are you trying to uh-huh. give me? You was looking too good. Uh-huh. <laughs> said, uh-huh. All jokes aside, uh-huh. he said, it's a serious thing. But uh-huh. I was with a girlfriend when she was helping me pack it up when I thought that I had my clothes. And when she had took this one suit out of my closet, because when he cut everything out, he put them back on the hangers. He put the shoes back in the box. He put all of my underclothes back in the drawers. So it looked like he hadn't touched anything. And I was sitting on my bed and she says, well, let's start packing up your room. And so she took out my first suit and she said, girl, I thought you liked this suit. She said, when did you rip it? I said, I didn't. And she said, okay. I said, and that can't be sewn because it wasn't ripped in the seams. It was ripped like this in the and so she took out the next one. She uh-huh. said, hmm, I'm glad you're sitting down. I said, why? She said, I don't think you have anything. And I bust out laughing. I just started laughing. And so she said, why are you laughing? I said, because you know why? He didn't get me. I said, I'm not laughing. I said, that's my joy coming out. I know that's right. I said, he no, took those right. clothes. He destroyed my he clothes. Replaced the clothes. Exactly. Replaced me. I said, but it was me he was trying to get to, and yeah, he yeah. didn't get me. I said, I thank him, praise yeah, God. Yeah, he yeah, preserved yeah, me. That's right. God is good. He preserved me. So I thank and I praise God for, um, and that's why I really want the women to understand mm-hmm. that life matters. Yeah. You are beautiful. I don't care what somebody mm-hmm. called you, what somebody said about you, you're beautiful. Because mm-hmm. you know why? Because God made you. He mm-hmm. created you. That's and right. when he said, when he made his creation, he said, it was good. It was beautiful mm-hmm. to God. So you are beautiful. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, Pastor Pearl, do you want to take us out in prayer? Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We praise you as we come together in your precious name. Father, we thank and praise you for open doors. God, we thank and praise you for connection. God, how you have interconnected us together. Three women who didn't know each other have come together and standing on your word, 
not just for ourselves, but the health of the women. So Father, as you have called us to platforms, if you have called us to direction, you have called us to labor in you. God, as we continue to intercede and to move in the lives of these women, we pray, Father, that they will hear your voice coming through ours. Father, continue to encourage them. Pour into us, God. You know where we need financial blessings at. Father, fill those financial blessings up that we can continue doing kingdom work. Yes, Lord. To allow us to be mindful of what you're calling us to do. And always seeking your face and your direction, God. Not going before you, but following you, God. Listening mm -hmm. to your still voice as you speak to us. Because we know, God, that as you direct us, as you lead us, we shall follow. So bless these women. Bless their homes that they come from. Continue, God, to pour into their ministry. And Father, we thank you. We just praise you for this beautiful day and this coming together because you know when two of us are gathered, we know that you are in the midst. Continue to bless this Lord God. That's right, Lord. Bless thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. That was good. Thank oh, you very much. You're welcome. You. You're welcome. I love you, ladies. Love so you. glad you're too. in Thank my you. life. Okay. Right. I'm gonna have to meet you one day. I'm gonna have to make that trip. <laughs> Either we meet halfway or we meet somewhere in the middle or I end up that way. I don't know. We're gonna meet. You will meet. Amen. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I believe. Thank you, my beautiful sister, for having me on board. Oh, you're Much welcome. Thank you for the, in the invite. Anytime. Anytime. Thank Amen. you for the invitation. If I had, you gave me more advance notice, maybe I could have invited other women. But next time, okay. Next All right, time. I will. I try to. I, you know, sometimes we get kind of like I work a regular job, so that nine to three, and then when I come home, I won't go sleep. You know, so <laughs> I try to get my sleep on. You know, and then I try to tend to this, tend to all the other business I got. Amen. But um, I ain't, I'm not listening to that excuse. You know, so I'm not listening. To it's, it's kingdom business, girl. I ain't listening kingdom to that. Kingdom business. Kingdom business. I love y'all. Y'all have a blessed evening. You too. too. God, God bless babies. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hello, everyone. This is Sharice Johnson Moore, and I have an offer for all the entrepreneurial spirits out there. You would like to advertise your business on my podcast. I have several slots open, so you can get in contact with me through my email address, which is I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com. And you can reach out to me through my Facebook page, which is Sharice Johnson Moore, too. And you can reach out to me through my um, through my other other avenues of contact which is WhatsApp WhatsApp thank you and I will be glad to have you as a sponsor for my program thank you and have a blessed day.